season four time. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom, and I am joined by not one but two other people in the podcast studio today. First off, we have my lovely co-host. Saul Thompson. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. How are you, John? How's it going, Saul? I'm doing good. It's been four hours since our last podcast just about that yeah we so are, it's been uh, a while and we played video games in between so yep. we have heard a lot of each other today mm-hmm. um all good though i'm i'm hoping the last like 15 minutes before we started this podcast i hope that was good yeah no it was super refreshing i uh, did a full meditation course uh face Perfect. mask uh nice. steam shower good. uh worked out uh did my Huge. taxes nice um Recorded the studio length album. Cool. Um, uh, I'm out of things, but I, okay. I did most of that. Yeah. Nice. I'm yeah. glad to hear it. It sounds like a pretty productive uh, afternoon. Hey, you know me. I, uh, yeah. I get up to some stuff, you know, and those 15 minutes between 1145 and 12 or whenever those 15 minutes were, you know, I, I... yeah. So we're not alone in the podcast studio today. Would you like to introduce our very special guest? Absolutely. We have none other than Fernando Rangel. He is the creator of Silver League and Unsound Rags. Um, the the man behind the black t-shirt, faded gray jean combo that you all know and love. Um, Legend. He also wears other things, but just giving him a little bit of crap. Welcome to the pod, Fernando. Hey, I really don't switch it up, but yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Well, we're glad uh, you, you're here to join us today. We're really excited to uh, ask some questions, get to know you a little better, and uh, let our audience get to know you as well. Uh, first things first, how are you? Um, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, just another day on the pod Time with change. the boys. Light Monday morning. Very nice. I don't know. Can't complain. Glad to hear it. you got the uh, the Silver League water on tap, so your nutritional value is through the roof. Yeah, you know, start the morning with some water, and it has to be 9.5 pH alkaline water. Of course. And you got to go through at least eight of those, I think. Yep. If it's Optimum not if, if it's not coming out crystal clear, if you can walk away from the toilet and, uh, you know, hasn't changed color, you don't need to flush, you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, glad to hear you're doing well. We're really happy you're joining us on the pod today. Let's start things off the classic pair of Kings way. Can we get a fit check? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same every day. I have a black vintage crew neck. I have no idea what the blank is because the tag got ripped out, but I've been wearing this for like four months now. And I have a classic inside out t-shirt. Even though the Kernex covering it, it's still inside out. Nice. Um, that's a Screen Stars or a Fruit of the Loom best blank. And on the legs, I have the Unsound jeans. We'll get into that hopefully later. But I have a bluish black pair on. And then socks, Nike Dry Fit, goaded sock, super accessible. Get them anywhere. 
all time and classic. in the black colorway and then on the toes i have the guidi cordovan what are they called just combat boot oh yeah 795v combat boot Excellent. When are the uh, the unsound rags, Nike Elite, the neon green ones coming out? Middle schoolers are going to go crazy for those. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been sampling those for like eight months now. So okay. I don't know. Any, the right any, any day now. Yeah. <laughs> well, the people yeah, are the waiting. Pantone's not um, coming out, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get a bot set up actually to get that released because I know it's going to be pretty tough. To, <laughs> right. To okay. Well, we have no bot protection, so cool. you should be fine with any bot. Excellent. Mm. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, that's a solid fit. Yeah. Um, Saul, would you like to follow that up with your fit of your own? Yeah, absolutely. I see you I've found got... your hat. Your hat was I, lost I this did. morning on the pod. Yeah. Um, this is the the mainstay. It was wrapped up in my fleece. Um, I went outside today. The weather is nice. I think it's 17 degrees outside. Oh, it's cold it feels, now. Yeah. It feels like six was the, awesome. the, the readout. So I took my dog out, and he immediately like tucked his tail between his legs and demanded to go back inside. So it's it's miserable out. I mean, just absolutely Perfect. disgusting. Yeah. Um, but I have a pair of socks from Hot Product Studios. They're like the 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 fake Louis Vuitton ones. They're the beige and green. I think you have a pair, nice. John. Flow team. Yeah. I have the black and white and then gray and blue. Okay. Um, I have a pair of jeans from Neighborhood. They're uh, gray, but they have on the back these crazy screen prints. One of them has Wolverine. And the other one, I think, is the Hulk. Um, and then I think like a weird uh, – no, I thought one of them had something from Neon Genesis, but I'm not sure. Um, I'll have to double-check when I turn around. But either way, they're one of my favorite pairs of jeans. Uh, in Fernando's honor, I've worn a inside-out Uniqlo black basic tee. Um, I don't have any like high quality basics or anything. I was just like, oh, black T-shirt. I'll flip it inside out. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I appreciate then, it. Oh, of course. And then I have a uh, vintage uh, varsity jacket that was my dad's, and then I stole it. It's a vintage one nice. from Yale um, that I think he got mm. vintage when he was here. Um, so I don't really know how he got his hands on that because he dresses like shit. Um, <laughs> but he had this, so good on him. And then I have my uh, blue Gus's Fried Chicken trucker hat that I've worn in almost every episode, and I didn't wear this morning, so yeah, my streak is, uh, is broken. Too bad. It's terrible. It's a shame. John, round us out. Bring us home. Okay. Uh, despite it being 17-ish degrees out, I am not dressed for the weather. I have not <laughs> been outside yet today. I have a pair of Birkenstock Arizonas, the, the OG pod in stocks, if you will. I have since replaced them, but the other ones are downstairs. Uh, on the legs, we have uh, archive pair of 2020 Patagonia baggies <laughs> in bright purple, five-inch inseams. And on top, we have a shirt. Unfortunately, it is not inside-outed, but it is from Online Ceramics from their, their fall drop. It's got a little turtle on it, and it says, there is no Wi-Fi in the barn. But it is where you find the best connection. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Wholesome t-shirt. Yeah, their their t-shirts oh. always put a smile on my face. Except for they did like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so that one certainly did not. But <laughs> that's not like a wholesome. Was not wholesome. Okay. No, 
unfortunately. <laughs> but they do some good stuff over there. Their t-shirts fit super weird, though. They're really tight around the neck and then really long mm-hmm. as well. But, yeah. Hey, gotta gotta support. And that's the fit for today. It's a good fit. Thank you. Solid. I like Gauntlet Ceramics a lot, even though yeah, they, I don't fun. know much about them. They haven't um, updated their website since 2002. I love it. It's uh, It reminds me of like when I was doing school projects in elementary school, going to the computer lab. It's got that energy. And the <laughs> graphics wrong. seem like posters that would be in your room as an elementary schooler, like in your classroom. Yeah. I, I The jokes are all like elementary school jokes too. Like I have one of a cow and it just says, be outstanding in your field. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's so... <laughs> and they're yeah they're a fun brand um surprisingly cool collabs too like they did the um uncut gems a while ago that was pretty nice like the employee t-shirts from kmh jewelers and all that so shout out to them but we are not here to talk about online ceramics we are here to talk about fernando we're going to get right into our questions for the day Starting things off with a classic, Fernando. How are you, and what's quarantine been like? Um, well, I think everyone's kind of a little bit easy on the restrictions now, so it's not normal, but it's getting there. So hopefully by the summer. But at the beginning of quarantine, it was pretty rough. But I think for everyone, I think mm-hmm. for myself, you know, it could have definitely been worse. So I guess I'm lucky. But I don't know. I just found like random shit to do around the house. Like everyone else did watch too many movies, just repeated music, took a shower twice in a day sometimes because I had nothing else to do. But other than that, just working on the computer. And I've never really been the type of person that went out a lot. So it was a little bit of an easier transition for me. But yeah, I don't know. How did you guys feel about it? Like, was it ass? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know some of my friends like really like it really affected them. Yeah. Even though they luckily never got COVID. I feel yeah, like for me, it's set in a little bit later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like agree. at the beginning, yeah. it was like, oh, like I'm going to go back to school after spring break. The only thing that's being canceled is like my spring break trip. Okay. And then it became yeah. like, oh, I've just lived at home with my parents for three months. Like, right. I yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been weird. Um, I We hit the with the podcast at the right time, though. We started it in January, so we kind of hit the ground running. Oh. The pandemic happened. And Saul and I have actually never met each other before. So it's been good. really like the, the ideal COVID podcast because we're <laughs> on, I mean, I'm in Michigan. He's in the, on the East Coast. It's different states I depending on the day. That. But uh, yeah, that's been good that we're able to do this. This keeps me sane. Um, Mm -hmm. And I got to see some of my homies from my hometown for the first time in four months over the weekend. So that was nice. Social interactions have been low, but you know, the pod pod is something good and positive to put my time towards. And I've been buying way too many clothes, of course. Oh, like everyone. Yeah. 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 What are some uh, highlights? Notable personals. Yeah. Yeah. Any, what? Lack, any notable personal uh, pickups from, from COVID shopping that you either really enjoyed or thought you would and ended up not liking? Um, let me think. I really don't buy that many clothes for myself. 
but if I do, I pretty much wear it like for a year. Yeah. I guess my most recents are mostly outerwear. So I guess right when COVID hit, I think is when I got my RAF like multi pocket jacket from nice. the Waves collection. Um, I still think that's one of my like favorite pieces that I have. So I got that like right when COVID hit. So it's probably my best pickup during then. Very nice. Yeah. And I low key during... fucked myself over with that. How so? I mean, we usually post stuff on Instagram, even if it's like not for sale, just because like the whole idea of an archives to like, you know, give in, give free information really. Definitely. Yeah. But with our website, at least for not much longer, we have to put a price for it. So anytime I have something that I don't want to get rid of, that's just for us to like archive permanently. We usually do like a really expensive price where it's like, you could buy it for this, but this is pretty much saying it's not for sale. And mm -hmm. I think people, I've never outwardly said that. I think people kind of get it twisted. So now the jacket actually does go for like, 10,000 which sucks <laughs> I got it for like 900 so <laughs> so I can't get it any more of them so it kind of sucks I think the most recent one sold for I think three or four thousand which was Jesus. crazy yeah. on your website shot. or on grailed or something on the Japanese auctions yeah, which okay. was insane because yeah that's usually the place you're supposed to be paying less but i guess yeah that's where you go for the deals times have changed yeah man oh that's brutal damn yeah so before we get too far into it we do have a discord for all of our our listeners of the podcast we usually ask at the end of the episode or forget but we'll ask you now what <laughs> phrase or word should our listeners give to us if they'd like to join the discord it can be one word it can be a whole phrase whatever it may be um, to just prove they've listened to... to this episode. Exactly. That's the the only barrier to entry is listening to a the single phrase episode. to enter a Discord. Yes. Yeah. That shit is asked to me. <laughs> All right. If we we like just use the to me phrase way too often in the office, so that's our inside joke. All right, folks, you heard him. <laughs> Send it or DM it via instagram to at pair of kings pod and we will respond with an invite to what we like to call the happiest place in fashion perfect oh. kind of relaying away from you more to silver league and unsound rags how have they been doing during quarantine uh we've seen quite a bit of posts from from both accounts just coverage on both uh, so things mm -hmm. seem to be good from an outside perspective but how have things been going um it definitely gave me time, you know, during quarantine to rethink how we do how we do things. So the biggest problem with the archive then Silver League was Japan was not shipping packages for us two, two, three months. I'm drawing yeah, okay. a blank now. They shut down. And yeah, so we post every single day on there. So we were running out of products to post and obviously sell. So that kind of like made us like rethink how we go about social media. So that's why we post more than just clothes now and for other, you know, reasons, just as far as expanding, like 
our interests, sharing more information that's not just clothing. And definitely, I think it's been like a pretty good response to that. And then with the vintage end, similar situation, we couldn't obviously go to flea markets. Those were closed. I think most of the thrift stores were closed too. So it was mostly just online buying. And then we got lucky with some wholesalers reaching out to us. Nice. So we started doing that. And then Unsound really started to pick up some, at least business steam during quarantine. And I think it's been similar to a lot of younger online businesses that have been like putting in the effort before you couldn't go out and shop in person. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to hear. Um, yeah, we've, I mean, Saul and I have seen tons of coverage for both Unsound and Silver League. So glad to hear it. Coverage. Just like people talking about it, whether it be oh, in comments. Oh, okay, uh, I was like, <laughs> coverage right. via the community rather than yeah, you know, complex exactly. headlines the, coming the, soon. The key C word. <laughs> talking about both of them, how did you come up with the idea for Silver League and Unsound Rags, and what was it like to see them grow? As far as like the names, or just the idea of like the business? Both, really. So Silver League, the name pretty much entails like secondhand. And the reason for the name League was because I think it's less pretentious now. But at the time, the archive community was pretty gatekept. Yeah. So the whole idea with League is anyone can join a League. So that's where I got that term from. And then Silver, secondhand, second place, you know, haha. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I explain it, it sounds not cool at all, but that was the whole idea of it. And the way I thought about it was just like late at night back in like 2018. That's when I was like, I had nothing going on. I was like pretty depressed. So I forget what I was even looking at. I had like recently sold like a pair of number nine jeans on Grail for like 130. I got for $20. And then I did that a couple of times and I was like, huh, I could probably do that. <laughs> so then I asked my roommate, Jacob, if I should do it. And he was like, yeah, you should try, like, try it out see how it goes. So then I got up, stayed up like all night and recoded my old website. It wasn't good, but, you know, I did something to it. And then I just like launched it within like the week or so. So that's how that got started. And Unsound started during the summer of 2019. I had been wanting to do a vintage store for a while, but a lot of my, or all my time was focused on the archive end. Mm-hmm. And I, that's when I finally started to like slowly build a team. And I had two of mine, which were Francis and Ty. And that's when Ty and I were personally like, slowly collecting vintage here and there Mm -hmm. and we just decided to just start it because i don't really like planning or waiting to start any like business ideas Mm -hmm. so we just literally went outside shot some clothes that we already had on the concrete and then we just started with that stuff and then the snowball effect happened (laughs) yeah it certainly did that's great and uh, I mean, they've grown, both grown quite a bit since inception. Yeah. To, 
right. now the pinnacle being on the pair of Kings podcast. Yeah. That's what it's all leading up to. <laughs> I think it's just downhill from here though. I'm really sorry. That's what about a lot that. of guests do say. They say, yeah. listen, we came on the pair of Kings podcast after this. There's, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what else to do after this. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, you always have a spot open. We're looking for a third host. We can interview okay. you. Yeah. Send me your resume. Wait, where in Michigan are you from? Because I'm from Michigan. Really? I'm from. Oh, wow. I am not. I'm from. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Welcome to the I don't the think it's close to me, but I hear that often. <laughs> yep. Big mitten. Big mitten. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I went yep. to Michigan State, so been uh, been here oh. the whole mm-hmm. time. All right. Fernando, big question. We're starting off right with the heavy hitters. Very convenient that you just took a sip. What is your go-to coffee order? That was planned, actually. Nice. Now I get a cold brew out, blue bottle. It's like right downstairs from the office, so it's super convenient. And I get one or two a day, oh, nice. depending on the workload. Got to stay fueled. Sometimes, you know, feeling a little crazy and get a matcha without. Okay, Jeez. let's let's calm it down. Let's relax. All right, we are uh, we're like fit twenty minutes into the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna dial it back. <laughs> um, okay, continuing on the the food wave. What's your favorite snack apart from at Salt Thompson on Instagram? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> favorite snack. Um. Honestly, probably a banana with some peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not a fun answer, but that's that is that's a good facts. choice, though. Yeah, that, that's like, a very respectable. That's answer. one where you actually feel good after eating it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because if you sit there and eat a bag hots. of chips, yeah, yeah, you feel gross. <laughs> like they'll yeah. taste good and but guilty. Then you, you feel guilty, gross. You can have a headache. It's not gonna. Be and fun. the toilet interaction. It's yeah, not true. the best. Yeah. The, the snowball effect, once again, is just not yeah. ideal. Whereas the banana with the peanut butter, you're getting protein, potassium, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. healthy sugars. Right. It's, it's going mm-hmm. down well. Might get a little energy boost. Healthy fats yep. from the peanut butter. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Are you a just smooth or a crunchy guy? Facts. Uh, smooth. Okay. Can't eat crunchy. Okay. Natural peanut butter, or are you going, Jeff? Natural. Let's nice. go. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> there are no correct gotta answers. <laughs> Got to stir it. Get the oil separation. Yeah. That's the worst part, but after that, you're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decent forearm workout, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get vascular. Yeah, some Get of the them veins are popping. a little thick. Mm-hmm. Like five Cs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That has been Snack Talk from the Pair of Kings podcast, relaying back into the world of clothing. You've mentioned some pieces that you've regretted selling. What are some pieces that you think you'll never let go of? Um, pretty much anything that's on the permanent page on our Silver League website. So mm-hmm. my Virginia Creeper Bomber, the Issa Sport Bomber, which I had a red version of, I believe, a year or two ago. And then... I just regretted selling it, and then the price went up. So definitely not going to get rid of my black one. Hopefully get a few other colors of it. My Waves jacket. Uh, got the New Order hoodie. 
and the classic Virginia Creeper hoodie. It's I just have nice to ask. To it's an important piece. Absolutely. Did you guys bid on and win a Virginia Creeper varsity jacket the other day? No. Ugh, I was bidding against somebody See, for if it. You, if you lose ass. on an archive piece, it's either myself, middleman, and that's probably it. <laughs> whoever won, whoever won paid too much, so I was like, I'm fine letting this go. But yeah. I was pissed. I thought I had it. <laughs> Sniped it out from under me. They was paid it? it was the it's black and white and it's got a big old Q on it. Um, okay. That sounds and, like a middleman piece. Yeah, I was like, oh cool, like it's gonna go for like six, seven hundred dollars. They go for like twelve on Grailed. And I had right. my bid, and then somebody bid like fourteen hundred dollars on it, and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Are you Everyone kidding?" Really me? wanted it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I don't doubt that they're gonna sell it for like twenty two or twenty three hundred dollars. I was just mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna guess around two. Pisses me off. I also passed yeah. on a waves uh, that waves sweater that everybody goes crazy for. I passed on one for like three hundred dollars at the beginning of quarantine because I was like, "That's ugly. I don't like that." The and really then, long one? No, it's the uh, the one with the shield on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. I don't know who who got it? I've never really been into me. those those knits, to be honest. No, they're not. That's great, why I've never sold but... any. Yeah. Regardless, um, what do you think about uniform dressing as a whole? Obviously, you're somebody who has a very distinct look and one that they're recognized for. But as a whole, what do you think about uniform dressing? Um, as far as like not me or like you included, like, why do you do it? Like, yeah, I think the most, I think it's the most like natural way to dress in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Cause that's nothing I really think about, which I guess is cap because I have to think about my purchases. But besides that, I don't really ever wake up and think about my outfit. So Mm -hmm. I think that's just a more mature way to dress if it's like second nature to you where it's just really passive in the morning. Yeah. But I obviously see like a ton of tons of kids like starting to build their own uniform, so to speak. But I just really think it just comes with like time. Not that I'm like 40 years old here and I've been (laughs) dressing like this for, you know, several decades but Mm -hmm. i do think it takes like a lot of time it's mostly just based on like proportionate clothing which Mm -hmm. is what i think takes like probably the longest to learn yeah yeah most definitely but consensus is i like it (laughs) (laughs) do you have certain brands that you think fit your silhouette or that fit your um your Mm -hmm. body better than others um there's a few um let me think well raft jackets this sounds so head us but raft jackets tend to fit me really well um pants wise i really can't wear traditional cuts so like a levi straight leg it just makes me look like a brick so i can't do that that's why we did unsound jeans so i usually get most of my pants tailored if not in the past undercover jeans usually fit me pretty well besides you know there's small things with everything that you dislike and wish you could change um as far as tops go i usually just stick to very specific blanks 
and that kind of changes every year. So right now I'm just like the screen stars best size XL fits me the best. So I really don't stray away from that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other brands though. I would say, yeah, undercover nine and then brass. <laughs> there. Not a bad lineup. The ground starter pack lineup. <laughs> <laughs> so jumping on top of that question, we know you, you do have your uniform you stick to when the cameras are off. Do you ever branch out, you know, crazy red leather pants, fur coat, just full statement pieces head to toe when you're not having a fit pit taken. Um, I have a couple times. I think the last time I wore a louder outfit was probably a year, maybe two ago. That's when I had like a few crazy pants. I had some patchwork like Okabillies from Capitol that had like purples, blues in them. And I forget what I paired those with, but the specific one I'm thinking of was a white number nine T, a bat Vivian Westwood necklace, my undercover Giz button up from Scab, and the JPG fight racism pants in the red colorway. And never going to wear that again. And I don't have the pants anymore, but I just, <laughs> nah. I just, like, look back at the one photo I have. I'm like, ugh. You don't want to fight racism? <laughs> no. The pants are very important. <laughs> yes. But as far as wearing them, I can't do it. Okay. And I'm glad that someone is hopefully wearing them. Yeah. Most definitely. For sure. Um, who in your mind are some underrated designers, people that you think are either on the verge of blowing up and haven't yet, or are just in general underappreciated by the community as a whole? Raph Simmons. Oh, I have a good one. Yeah. Raph Simmons definitely slept on. <laughs> now I was going to say Arnar Mar Johnson. I have honestly no information really to share. I just know I like his clothes and he's super low key. If you want to pull them up, it's just literally at A-R-N-A-R-M-A-R. And I forget how he spells Johnson for his last name, but it should come up. I got it. He it's makes really uh, cool clothing. Yeah. Oh, he's private, but it's J-O-N-A-R-N-A-R underscore? Yeah. No, it's A-R-N-A-R-M-A-R-J-O-N-S-S-O-N. Yeah. Oh, I have the wrong person, clearly. I really like the, uh, <laughs> just the color continuation throughout the pieces. Mm. Very cohesive yeah. looks. He has really cool cuts, really cool yeah. shapes, tones, textures. Yeah, I'm digging these. Sure. Yeah. I, I, would, I would give it up to him. I don't think he'll... Yeah. Hopefully someone like wears it that can, you know, pop it. I think it would suit well with like Kiko heads, um, Rick heads, Kung Yuk heads, helmet heads even. Mm. I think it would just like fit seamlessly with that. Yeah. But I've never had the clothes in person, so who knows? <laughs> 
you get them and they're just like doll clothes, like made for like an American girl doll. Yeah. They just fit babies. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually only shooting on babies now. Exactly. Did you see the guy at the, not the start of quarantine, but I, whenever the PS5 and uh, Xbox One came out, he was just selling like printed out pictures of the yeah. PS5. For that's like, like a that's an age old technique. Trevor told me about that. Because <laughs> eBay, <laughs> as long as you put it in the description, like PayPal will take your side. So it's to yeah. Oh. A lot of it was to because there were bots buying them up. They had like a price floor. Oh, okay. And or a price mm-hmm. ceiling, excuse me. And if they saw a PS5 for so and so price, it automatically buy it, and then you get a piece of paper. Oh wow! Unable to dispute it on PayPal. That's read crazy. the description folks fernando's got ideas yeah. he's gonna start listing right 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 bombers for like three thousand dollars it's just a printed out sheet of paper of him holding it up <laughs> <laughs> that'd be crazy april fool's day drop oh god i gotta think about i usually post something kind of funny on april fools we have uh last a, a podcast set to release on april fool's day actually yep. so we have something okay. planned for that yeah We're very nice more organized than me we we just get excited about like the most random ideas so uh we, we <laughs> can't give it away but there i know a, uh, a oh, you can tell me yeah we'll 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 drop the uh the knowledge post pod but next question we got what advice would you give to people who want to get into archival clothing uh where should they look who should they follow Maybe one account definitely they should follow, but besides that, mm-hmm. grailed right. Yes, of course. <laughs> and spam nine percent in the comments. They love that. Start with the, uh, yeah, definitely. They're definitely taking that into consideration after months. <laughs> no, but I definitely think you should just start like looking on grailed. You know, as uh, uh, elementary as it sounds, but there's way more to really any collection than the surface and i think mm-hmm. it goes kind of unsaid but you'll find like random like accessories from even like a collection like riot mm-hmm. you just never seen before so i think it's a good place to start most of the people on there are pretty knowledgeable so if you ever have questions except for me if you're asking me on grilled messages <laughs> i probably won't read it or answer but i think most grilled sellers are like pretty inviting especially because you're about to buy something from them so use that to your advantage i guess and then just follow like a bunch of the obvious archive accounts we've been doing it for years trying to document everything so i think a lot of our descriptions written by the lovely francis antonio garcia barrera um (laughs) i think they go on red and you know you can definitely learn so Definitely just read descriptions. I think that's the best way to start. Yeah. We don't want any unread rags. Correct. People are really not reading on Instagram anymore. Crazy, I can't read. I I can't read either, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely a hurdle. Yeah. That's what Charles has been saying. It's rough. Listen. It is. But who are talking about kind of buying clothes – from here and there, who are some of the coolest people who have bought clothes from you? Have you ever gotten an order from like, I don't know, Kanye? Anybody insane? Who you can talk about, of course. I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) Right. I mean, there have been some pretty uh, crazy orders from 
um, fashion houses, I think everyone knows. And those have always been pretty exciting. I think the one that I, I mean, could share was when like Levi's bought a ton of Levi's from us. Um, other than that, just like selling to the homies, really, because you can actually see them wearing it. For sure. And Talking it's kind of about... annoying because they take the best stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the homies, uh, Fernando's actually promised any listener of the podcast can get 85% off the Unsound Rag site. Um, just message Fernando in his uh, Instagram. Just say, hi, I'm here for the 85% off. He'll give you the code. We've pre-approved this. Um, anything on yep. the site, even the sold out items, he'll find one for you actually under retail yeah. and then continue to mark it down. Um Yep. It's part of the it's part of the pair of kings difference. We do it for you. We do it for the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> just for the people. <laughs> That's so kind of you. Yeah, don't do that, please. Yeah. Do not annoy yeah, please, Fernando. Please don't do that. <laughs> Be respectful. Please don't do that. We, we want our guests to like us after the podcast. Oh God. Oh. Speaking of the future, how are you looking to continue to grow the stores? Just. Uh, continuing to to put in the work maybe advancing maybe collaborating with the podcast all sorts of different (laughs) (laughs) no um definitely growing the team at some point i think it's we're slowly approaching that point where we do need more hands on deck uh please don't blow up my dm i get a lot of those but i will soon be looking for new members might have to go a different route this time pretty much everyone here i found on instagram so that's I been my source <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there hey yeah you never know man you gotta shoot the shot i'm shooting the shot yeah <laughs> so definitely you know growing the team um at some point maybe getting a bigger space like within two years, get a retail space. And then there's one thing that's, uh, you know, I'm gatekeeping to myself that I might explore within the year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But just step by step, you know, slow and steady wins the race, right? Yeah, <sighs> absolutely. Yeah. That's been our approach as well. You just... Like yeah. we've seen other podcasts post like to... five times in a week and then that's it. They're done. Yeah. There was another podcast called Pair to, of Kings. You just have to when buy started... like a million followers. Buy, exactly. Buy like fake comments. You know, all I honestly think that's yeah. – I honestly think the fake follower thing could be a viable strategy to growing a page. At a point. At, to a point, yeah. Because like, when you see like they have 100 followers, 100,000 followers and 200 likes. Yeah. It's very obvious. But yeah. like Jeff Staple buys followers. I mean, there's a whole like record label thing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Je- look, look at Jeff at Staple's ratio. ratios. Not they are that. trash. Not just he because like... he has an Allbirds collab. <laughs> no, he has like 200,000 followers and he's getting like 900 likes on a post. Like it's it's, it's like bro, the pair of podcast sus. is beating you. Yeah. I've I've been oh, warned yeah. about this too. They they're coming after me. Yeah. I need to like after we made the Jeff Staple Allbirds meme. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is pretty crazy to see that. Yeah. yeah. But I also have another theory that once you start to get more followers, people are less inclined to double tap mm-hmm. because they already feel like you're up and don't need the support. 
So I think that's why usually smaller creators get higher engagement. Yeah, but this I one understand. is pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's turned off over 190,000 people. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to buy a pair of Kings, 200,000 followers. Next week, we're going to have an Allbirds collab. That's yep. how it goes. Sick. Yep. <laughs> the quota. Just DM them. Then, they'll, then you'll pop up to the top. Yep. They'll be hyped. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Pair of Kings podcast. Finally. We've been waiting so long for you guys to reach out. <laughs> it's like that video of the sorority, like, welcome to something, something. We've been waiting for you. Ugh. Have you seen that? That's Allbirds headquarters. <laughs> uh, my friend was showing me um, some sorority, I think it Tufts or something, posted their like diversity board, and it was six white girls. Like their diversity and inclusion board was six white girls. <laughs> what the fuck? oh it's incredible i i I hate it but i love it oh god um so so talking about growing uh when is the pair of kings silver league pop-up happening um you know this could happen Mm -hmm. you know next week idea listen we go around at a pop-up we're interviewing people as they're in line we're talking. Okay. We're bothering you as you're trying to make connections, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Uh, we're wearing our seated <laughs> slugs from climbing. Trev. Big shout out. And yeah, uh, yeah yep. we're just we're just making it happen. Did he ship them yet? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we got them. I wore my pair oh. on Friday. Yeah. Okay. We could do it, Billy, on the street style. Make it hypermanic. Like I'm in people's yeah, faces. We're like some. Yeah. Some 14 year old kid is like. Saul's like throwing up. Yeah. yeah, from yelling Just so like much, really turning off the customers, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. some kid's Aesthetic. there with his mom. He like he heard about it. It's his first. He's event. huge He's fans so of you guys, like big fan of everything yep. like that. And then we're there. Just... <laughs> you guys just run the pop up. We won't show up. <laughs> <laughs> we're the yeah. We're just the transplants. You guys are chilling. Like yeah, just make the podcast guys do it. Yeah, we'll there be we we'll be on the TV on Zoom. Just welcoming people. When the police out if they're stealing. When the police show up, we'll be like, This is Fernando's idea. By the way, my name is Fernando Rangel. This is my partner over here. Uh, yeah. You got the James long walk conveniently named Fernando <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Uh, event coming soon to anyone listening. Yep. We are planning exactly going, how he's going it. out to LA this year. because we to, oh. like half of our podcast guests have been from LA. So. <laughs> Yeah, but we'll make it out there eventually. I hope that doesn't become one of the ongoing memes of just like, oh, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. No. Yeah, we'll, we're going. we'll go. We'll go. We'll definitely we'll go. see each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been doing that to Sanjeev and Magnus about the, going to the UK for like mm. four years now. <laughs> oh, God. I'm definitely going. Yeah. Just not, not right now. <laughs> soon, though. Yeah, really soon. Are you one of the, like, I'll be there in five minutes, people, and they just, like, show up in either an hour and a half or not at all? Um, I'll be a little late, okay. but I usually like to send the on-my-way text right before I step out. Okay. Just because, like, you don't know what the other person's doing. You know, they yeah. could also be capping. True. <laughs> all right. On the topic of Los Angeles – 
hypothetical pair of kings comes to LA. We promise. It's a we're heavy soon. hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Describe your favorite day so we can do exactly what you do because obviously we want to be cool. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, let me think. Let's say it's a Saturday. Nice. You know, we'll pull up to the concrete coffee shop. Okay. With the boys, the whole gang. Then maybe we'll hit the flea. Hit the flea market, see the homies there, you know, maybe buy a thing or two. After that, you know, air wants close by, get some food there. After that, we'll probably sit there for like way too long, two, three hours talking about, you know, everything we hate. And then turns out we're actually the people that we hate. <laughs> we we like then... look in a mirror as we're leaving and we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like... Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy I was describing. And then we'll probably all separate. Okay. And then, you know, classic LA style, doing nothing at home. <laughs> Go on our phones. And then maybe we'll link up later for dinner. Okay. And let me think, what's my favorite dinner spot? Fuck, I had one. Well, there's, there's I mean, there's some good ones. If you're trying to stay vegano, um, Cafe Gratitude, uh, Gracias Madre. Um, what else is there? Damn, I'm drawing a blank on food, but whatever it is, it's going to be good. Okay. And we'll probably hit up the wine shop after and get super faded. Are you a white or a red? Type of guy. Uh, red or red white blend or orange. Orange. Rose. I like it all. Okay. Yeah, there's orange wine. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It slaps. Damn. So we're definitely getting orange wine then. Cool. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hype. Sounds like a good uh, day. Yeah. LA. Now we'll do. Now yeah. we'll have to you come know, out. Yeah. A little so chill. We'll... Yeah. Especially because yeah, we'll I haven't it. had alcohol for the most part in about six months i'll have like a sip and a half of the orange wine and you'll have to carry me back to the the airbnb job <laughs> yeah we'll be absolutely <laughs> off the rocker um yeah and we then we'll were drinking and cacti. potting quite a bit during season three i i don't don't make me okay. sound like a degenerate <laughs> no we both were we were, we okay, were turning okay, up okay. on pod like our throwing fits no, episode I, you I were hammered that heavy i yeah. wasn't hammered i was always gone for our throwing fits episode i was like trying to juggle James and Lawrence That's screaming the best at us. Content. Yeah, yeah. this is all, all-time classic, second most listened to episode of all time. Behind Trevor's. Yeah. Trevor's is the most. Trevor did really well. That's really cool. Nice. I'm sure I love that for him. It's the uh, the Gorgy effect. Yeah. It is. The bootleg effect. Yeah. Rights deserved. Can't mention the, you know, word. Yes, we couldn't. <laughs> He's super anal about that. It's hilarious. For the right reasons, though, like th- yeah. that'd be so bad yeah. if something something bad happened from that. So yeah, yeah. he's yeah. his own PR agent. Legend. It's the way you got to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man of many hats. <laughs> tiny hats. Tiny beanies. <laughs> shout out to Trev. Big shout out to Trev. 
Um, okay, a bit of a serious question here. People have been sometimes critical of the pricing structure at Unsound Rags and Silver League, saying the markups are too big, et cetera, et cetera. How do you determine pricing on pieces? Um, is it like what you bought it for and then a certain percent you'll mark it up routinely, or is it just kind of the way you think it should be priced? Um, how do you price things mm -hmm. in general? For archive or vintage, it's a little bit different. Uh, take we us through both. I'm curious, yeah. Okay. So for Silver League, um, there's a few like, you know, consistent pieces, or at least mm. like, broadly speaking, like number nine tees. Yeah. We know like, I've sold like, like hundreds of them at this point. So I've seen prices on Grail like for Springo six ones going for like 400, which to me is, is like absolutely absurd. And yeah. that's that's one thing that if i did do that people would obviously complain but i just genuinely don't believe they're worth that so i like to keep number nine tees anywhere from like a hundred if it's like a whatever t-shirt but mostly 140 and if it's like the size fives i'll go up to like 220 i think that's like the highest that they should be going for so even if i spend say i got a size five for 140 i'm not gonna sell it for 280 i'll still sell it for like 200 220 you know as mm -hmm. long as there's some room for us like we're not trying to like double or triple or quadruple our money every single time because that's just really not how it works especially yeah. with archive prices now yeah like you can't really find the gems as often so it seems like everybody's become so much more aware of where to get everything which is a good thing like Mm -hmm. you know dudes are getting good fits off but at the same time it's like i want wave sweaters for 300 dollars, but the good ones <laughs> yeah no exactly it, it's really like technically hurting everyone like the whole point of our stores is essentially like providing access to everything that we think is like good yeah know? it's well curated. and that's like super biased to every store right yeah so everyone has a different selection if you find someone that has a good selection that kind of resonates with you you know that's essentially where that markup comes from it's just mm -hmm. like the access to most of the things that you're looking for definitely yeah but with unsound pricing <clears throat> so we started just like buying off of like depop like we were essentially like paying barely below market and selling it for like really not that much um, I think the biggest effect that we really, uh, I don't even know what we did, but the Carhartt jacket effect, Yeah, we posted, and I remember when we bought them, we bought them at the Rose Bowl for like $50 for two, so 25 each. And I forget what we sold those for, the first Carhartt jackets, like, like 210 probably. Each? Yeah. Holy somewhere around shit. there. shit. And we were like, we both were like iffy on buying them. We we're like, eh, I don't know, we could try it out. And then the jacket posts just got like over 10,000 likes like every single time. Yeah, those And then crazy. slowly, obviously, people like went crazy for them. People started buying them. And like now I was, I forget what I was listening to, but there was a YouTube video I was watching that said that the Carhartt jacket prices like in general are just really high and oh, then baseline I it's like 60 70 dollars 
Yeah, I finally looked and I was seeing like 140 really consistently. And I was like, <laughs> at that point, like, that's just like a snowball effect of like a community. Yeah. But I think people misinterpret our pricing just because of like the the talk of the community sure. that you know is nothing we can control and like we're not trying to control that really we just do our best to like make sure everything's priced accordingly and how it should be priced like we're not a thrift store we're not a depop store we're not an independent seller like we have definitely a rent we have people that need to eat obviously and that's mm-hmm. not like oh we're gonna charge 200 on the t-shirt because i gotta eat food you know but it's just <laughs> like putting there the time has in, to though. be a markup yeah yeah it's mostly for the time like we do get like requests here and there to like specifically source certain pieces for people and like you know that does take one of our team members out of here so mm-hmm. we have to like account for that time because i think people forget that we do have to spend hours looking for this stuff so yeah there's just like there's t-shirts we sell for like ten dollars here and there there's t-shirts we sell for 30 40 like it's really not that much if it's a really good t-shirt there's going to be traction there's going to be customers that want it so we have to price it accordingly so that there is a better chance of someone getting it i know there's other stores that have kept a pretty you know humble price but even myself like there's stuff that I want to get and it just like you can't buy it because it goes too fast and there have way too many followers. So you just like you don't feel like you'll ever get anything. And I think that turns customers off pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So like Levi's will keep anywhere from like 60 to like 120 around there. Carhartt pants, same same deal, 60 to like 140 max. And I think that was like the big mainstays right now, like Levi's, Carhartt, um, sweatshirts, they're blanks, 90 to 100. And that's mainly because like, oh, why am I paying like $100 for like a Hanes crew neck? Well, one, they don't make them like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Two, made in the US. Three, the fabrication and the cut is just better. Yeah. Um, that's what all the brands are referencing. <clears throat> and we do see racks and racks of blank crew necks and we don't buy all of them like there's a reason that we specifically pick certain ones from others so we do you know still keep it super curated even though we're trying to like grow the store so Mm -hmm. i think people can obviously go and find it themselves but if Mm -hmm. you want access you want it to be easy and you want to just like you know have a good selection i think that's why people do pay the price yeah, yeah, most definitely. Which, in my opinion, is really well. pretty fair. I think we've had months where we kind of like, you know, we're on, we're pretty much all robots. Everyone's like, oh, okay, like eighty, oh, okay, like forty, okay, one twenty. Like at the end of the day, it's like a human typing it in. Like we don't have time to be like, oh, do you think this should be like one twenty or like two twenty? It's like it's never really that off. Sure. For the most part. So I think I think people just need a. I mean, they don't have, they don't have to do anything, but if I were them, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's like six dudes trying to make something happen. You know, that's why I appreciate people that actually support us. Even if it's just like a simple double tap on the gram, you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. like it still helps like a lot. 
Yeah. That I mean, it at does. the end of the day, you've got six dudes. I assume you guys are working five days a week. Whatever, right. like right in a lot you're... of time curating exactly. very specifically like like you said leaving stuff on the racks because it doesn't quite fit with what you mm-hmm. guys are trying to provide that i mean that speaks for the end product and more in my opinion yeah right yeah i mean there are those depop pages that post literally everything they can find like they'll go to the bins and get every yeah. single piece that they mm-hmm. come across and like all right, you're going to have to sift through it yourself. And are you going to, you know, spend three hours going through a Depop page or pay somebody mm-hmm. to do those three hours of looking for you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now, obviously, there's a big wave of, you know, other kids trying to do it themselves in a, mm-hmm. you know, very uh, similar way. But I still think there's like a certain like level. And I think the reason I, personally think ours is i guess better is just because the amount of experience and the amount of pieces we've handled and just like our background really which does come from a pretty high level of understanding designer clothing even yeah. the stories to the little details the references all that it definitely helps us curate to a further level like eat we'll buy something for even like a small stitch because we know a company will want it so Cool. Most definitely. Do you guys have a like a uh, what are they called? Like a rag house? Is that what they call them? Those big warehouses yep. full of the. Yeah. Do you guys have one that you? LA is a pretty with? good spot. LA is a pretty good spot for rag houses, but you do need like a a seller's permit to get in. So okay. Before everyone's like, I'm going to the rag house. I got to get this shit for like ten dollars. It's like <laughs> you do need a essentially like be allowed entry, and you can't go for personal shopping. Like it has to be for a business. So oh, there's interesting. like a good amount in LA, but you know, do your research. It's not that hard to find. Sure. (laughs) Just like anything. It's like, where do I get undercover jeans for like 30? It's like, no one's Mm going to just hold your hand. Yeah, exactly. What'd you say? What? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do the research folks. Yeah. Put in the top on the topic of curation looking through racks leaving stuff on the racks what constitutes a piece that's sellable is there a certain level of quality that you look for is it things that you like personally or is it a combination of the two or something that i just didn't even mention i think it's still pretty personal as to what we buy like even some things that we post that people may not catch on to why we bought it. Like we'll buy something cause it says like the word facts on it. Cause we think it's hilarious that people say <laughs> facts, you know? So we'll buy stuff with like the smallest little thing. And even just like the specific color is what we look for. We do look for specific typefaces mm-hmm. because a lot of uh, brands that we sell to do look for that. Not to, not to say we only sell the brands, but like, we sell to people that really look at the fine details of things. Mm-hmm. So that's really what we judge on being sellable. There's some stuff that we do buy that are very offensive. And we just have like a really fucked up collection hiding. <laughs> so we don't sell that. <laughs> yeah. Is that the April Fool's I don't know if that answered the question. No, no yeah, really well. Can we yeah. get a sneak no. <laughs> if or when we come out to LA of the offensive collection? Yeah, you okay. guys can definitely see the offensive collection. It's hiding in uh, someone's 
closet. I won't say who's. I heard a laugh. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so I'm I'm big into denim. I love jeans, um, mm-hmm. and I think what you guys are doing with the jeans that you're putting out is a really cool idea. Kind of undoing yeah. them, putting them back together so that you can see the fading, the original color. I think that's really inventive and cool. Absolutely, um, appreciate it. Can you talk first of all a little bit about those, and then next about merch as a whole? You've done socks, you've done water bottles. Um, what's coming down mm-hmm. the road? Do you you know do you have other ideas? Um, that you feel comfortable sharing for merch um, or for, um, I guess, items. I, it would Branding. be a water bottle. I guess, yeah, um, that sort of thing down the road. Okay. Um, well, as far as down the road, I think the next thing we're going to work on getting out to the public is the Silver League sunglasses, mm. which I have teased a while ago, but uh, I don't think I've shared the – newest sample yet and it's a lot fucking better so that'll i'll post that soon so as far as the jeans go we started sourcing them like over a year ago now and and we really cut it down to you know this is obviously skipping months ahead sizes that could be cut down to fit so say we have a 33 that'll get cut down to the smallest of 31 so you can still see the fading oh, okay and so that is somewhat limiting and we need mm-hmm. to have like more room in the in the upper of the thigh and we have to have a longer rise so that's why we had to pick a 33 and cut it down to a 31 does that make it a Just little because bit easier of that to source? rise difference i feel like sometimes bigger because their bigger of sizes are easier to get yeah it does but with bigger waist sizes, I think in general, um, usually the inseam is a little bit shorter. Mm, okay. So we're looking for, we have a lot of jeans, and I don't think I've said this, the shortest, the unsound jeans goes a 32 inseam. And that's not to like be like, oh, you need to be tall to wear these. It's They're supposed to stack. So if you're 28 yeah. inseam, I would like to see you in the 32 inseam. Cool. Because that's how they're intended to fit. Mm-hmm. So I think our longest pair is like a 38 inseam that's for someone that's like six foot four or something like that i'll be first in so, line i'm six five yeah really just like trevor well, he's six nine exactly <laughs> scum gang <laughs> <laughs> so, i want to see like somebody who's like seven foot one try to skateboard that'd look comical that's trevor yeah that's trevor. <laughs> sometimes he's seven foot one <laughs> changes by the day yeah, exactly. Depends how he's feeling. He was like growing and shrinking during our podcast. It was wild. It was really weird, yeah. You really like Elastigirl. Yeah. People say that about him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as far as the jeans go, so we have to obviously like narrow it down to looking to jeans that are 32 and longer. Mm-hmm. Um, slightly bigger waists, really specific colors. Like we say we had like a hundred of the beige ones. We really cut it down to like maybe three, I think we ended up with. Damn. So it's like really specific to us, whether it yeah. be the weight of the fabric, uh, the original like buttons that were on it, even when they get, we get rid of them. Like we do base it off of that. <clears throat> Certain distressing placements um, and just like, 
how we envision them looking when they're completely taken apart. There's some mm. Levi's that we had with like really terrible gold stitching that just yeah. like did not match the color at all. But mm -hmm. we had to just like be able to like obviously look past them and be like, okay, like I think this will work once they're recut. And as far as like the final product goes, it's a fully single stitch pair of jeans. Um, pockets have been adjusted to suit the tailored size essentially um a bit of a longer rise a bit of a longer back yoke which is the part under the waistband mm -hmm. um released hem it's a little bit looser in the thigh a little bit tighter in the knee and then i believe most of the leg openings are 7.5 ish i forget okay. but somewhere around there everything gets repaired um the biggest details are for me is the pocketing mm -hmm. i i don't know why i really care about the pocketing on jeans so it's super nice blend of fabric with a nice texture on it in a little bit of like a brownish gray color we have a laser engraved suede label on the inside and oh. bison details on the exterior yeah on the yeah. back patch and the where the original um levi's patch was like on the pocket whatever it's called the tab oh wow mm -hmm. and then the last thing is the hardware which is all custom with our cracks engraved into them wow that's super exciting tons of detail obviously and attention put into those pairs uh is there a release date yet for them for the, for the listeners at home or are those still up in the air we're, we're announcing it today monday so it's march 20th at 10 a.m pacific okay so, so later this week yeah yep get in line folks is that gonna be uh like a website release am i gonna have to compete with bots for this i, I hope not okay. <laughs> i have no idea i do want to pick we those up but we have about yeah, like sick. 50 -ish pairs okay. how many and more 50 ish okay right around there so we okay. could have gone the easy route of photographing like one pair of the blocks and being like you know every order is gonna be a little bit different not not, not like the photo but i just hated the idea of that so we actually shot every single pair individually so <laughs> wow there's about 360 photos i have to edit <laughs> godspeed soldier yeah. dude like me has it's really done not in worth minutes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really not worth like business-wise to do this release but i just think it's like something that's more like a passion project yeah. obviously yeah. it has to make money but yeah as far as the time goes i think we're definitely like losing money what are the jeans gonna go for um are we saying the price before or no we can bleep it too yeah or you can just yeah, we can bleep it eight dollars bleep it yes <laughs> no we can bleep it i like to get your your opinions okay okay Damn. i think with all the work yeah. put in yeah the, custom hardware everything too. custom that is definitely a valid price point and that's facts right. as long as i didn't add in it's made in los angeles but yeah i think as long as they fit how you say they fit like if they fit tr like mm -hmm you're not going to have people like returning them. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, or reselling them. Like, I think that's fair. Um, 100%. Yeah, so they're all have... going to have like, 
uh, measured, I mean, measurements on them. So okay. we're doing the waist, the inseam, the total length. So, you okay. know, it should be pretty easy. And we usually don't accept returns, but on these we will because we actually want people to wear them. So yeah, sure. if you get the wrong sure. size, you know, we'd be glad to take it back. Yeah, I think that price, if that is the final price point, is definitely, I mean, explained and a valid price point for all the effort and attention to detail that goes into those. Mm -hmm. You see people charge a lot more for a lot less effort. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, folks, sorry we bleeped it, but you'll just have to find out on the 20th, which will be two days after this episode. So you don't have to wait too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short wait. Yeah. Most definitely. On the topic of denim, what do you think of other archive pages doing jeans? We've seen Hidden New York recently post, what was it, like a selvage hem yeah they're doing um, selvage denim yeah those are the apps the only one i think that's the only one i think that's the only one right now yeah right um i've briefly seen those i actually do think hidden's i don't know who runs hidden or have any communication with them but i think they're doing like a pretty good job with their whatever you want to call it brand merch yeah yeah you know, i don't know what they consider themselves but I think it's a pretty strong like brand image and I think the jeans make like perfect sense. They're like that early two thousands mood board page. So mm -hmm. doing raw selvage jeans like that with like the thick embroidery, I think it makes like perfect sense. Definitely. I want them to do Jinko jeans. Until then I will not rest. <laughs> Pair of Kings Jinko collab. That would make sense tough. thematically. Yeah. That'd be that'd be right yeah, on par for us. Yeah. We could do one crown on each back pocket. Uh -huh. Ooh, embroidery. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I like that. Get the wheels turning. Coming soon. Yeah. When Talking. Uh, when Fernando goes to the UK, we'll drop those. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Right. Cool. Um, so that's super soon. Yeah. yeah really, no, really, next really week. Soon. Yeah. 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 Big things coming. We're making moves in silence. <laughs> yeah. Like lasagna. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> talking about other creators traveling, but also outfits um, in your group of friends. So Sanj, Trevor, Jacob, etc. Who's the best dressed and who gets roasted? Well, I roast Sanjeev a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like like roasting him. It's just kind of fun. <laughs> but as far as best. I don't know. They all dress like pretty good in their own way. I don't think anyone in my friend groups like, like, just from afar, you're like, oh, he's like best dressed. But I think they all dress like pretty well in their mm -hmm. own different ways. Like, I think Trevor dresses super well for his body because he's like really tall. He has to buy like long enough clothing. I think Jacob is probably the only dude I see looking decent in drop crotch pants, you know? So I think everyone has their own little lane. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. That's important, I think, for a group of friends because then if everyone dresses the same, you don't grow at all. Like you, you can learn about different stuff as well. And roasting your friend's fits is always really fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Like, what I mean, else that's... is there to do? Exactly. Most definitely. Yeah. You're not actually friends unless you're roasting each other. A little bit. A little bit, to an extent, but, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, Can't you're going to stay calm. Too confident. Yeah. Last week, yeah, John said definitely. my fit sucked and gave me a swirly. He did it over Zoom. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Hard. Uh, Zoom premium, you can actually yeah. do that. So, yeah. Okay. It was worth the 15 a month. Bringing it back to middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Wet willies, too. It was terrible. <laughs> Traumatic. Yeah. So <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> it is what willies. it is. Let oh. Willie talk aside. Hypothetical <laughs> scenario <laughs> coming for you, Fernando. Oh, no. Your crazy significant other has stolen the perfect vintage crew neck but is refusing to give it back. Describe the ideal rescue heist crew <laughs> outfits, plan, and, you know, scenario. How you how you securing the crew neck? Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is go to her place. Tell her you're making dinner, right? Mm-hmm. You know it's gonna be stinky, so you want to have just a t-shirt <laughs> on, right? Stinky. You know, you know when you know when you're cooking, your clothes just smell bad after. Yeah, yeah. you gotta tell you, you know, gotta put in the back in the back in the closet. Yeah, babe, it's gonna so be, it's, it's gonna be there. stinky. You know Get where it here. is now. You know yeah. where it is. Cheese sampler. Yep. Yeah. Next, I'll hit up Trevor. Right. Trevor's yeah. really small. He's like two foot one now yeah right okay. I mean, he's always changing heights <laughs> he sneaks in through the window he's like a little leprechaun running around and then he has this little bluetooth in his ear and i'm like yo it's empty go in the closet so he runs in takes a sweater chucks it out the window and then trevor just pops up out of nowhere and eats dinner with us cool what he size is he when he eats six dinner foot nine. Oh, okay cool six foot nine yeah yeah that's like his regular size wow that is flawless i i see no issues with that plan you have yeah no yeah exactly you get it back nice and that's you know making someone someone special some dinner yeah can't go wrong with that you really can't we all make mistakes and steal vintage crew necks from time to time exactly yeah everyone does yeah, I, uh, I did actually up. grail snipe a blue blue Japan crew neck from Saul. So that's my example. Of, I, I still no paid well. for it, but I, I did steal it from Saul in a sense because that's he really crazy. wanted it. He sent it to me is in my size. So naturally I was like, yo, this is fire. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I wear it like twice a week. So I hope that helps some. It's it's great. It's, you know, faded blue blue Japan. Uh, he got peace sniped. Yeah. The it's, only, it's got like the anchors only, on the front. It's so sick. The only consolation prize. He used to send me a picture every time he was wearing it. Now that he, now that he I no longer it do that. Less, yeah. yeah, that's crazier. There's too <laughs> many occasions in front of him. You know, Saul sent. We send each other links all the time. I thought it was. He's like, "Yo, buy this because it's in my. I wear an extra large. Yeah, Saul wears a medium. Yeah. It was an extra large. Okay. I assumed it was like, "Yo, John, you should, you should get this." Yeah. But it was Turns not. Turns out he was going for that oversized fit. Yes, yeah. he was. He was going for the oversized <laughs> look. Um, and I got dunked on. Yeah, it's right behind me. Great. I'm so glad yeah. to hear it. Right Hope there. You're treating it well. Yep. All right, Fernando. How far do you think you could run in a pair of Guidi CCP, whatever sort of leather 
slight heeled boots of your preference could you run before something went wrong in your legs? I mean, they'd probably fall apart before that. <laughs> but Built I did do one thing in my Carol sneakers. Okay. I was scouting for locations or we were shooting like over a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And we were on this like, I guess, cliff side, you know, right by the beach. Mm-hmm. And I was just like pretty much hiking in them. And it was like the worst shit ever because they're they're called the U-soles. So the yeah. bottom of the shoe is like kind of like a Skechers shape up. Yeah, the wraparound <laughs> ones. I'm sure yeah, that was the uh, the influence. The, he I saw out the archive yeah. shape up of like flattened U-soles. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So they they got cooked. And my my legs were just like tripping after. <laughs> so you don't last too long. Below four hours probably got a oh. custom fit and ultra boost outsole or midsole outsole combo underneath the u-sole for yep. you know it'll add with shin the, splints into the mix because ultra boosts are actually awesome yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. i have a you know, cut and sew one Guides. of one you have a what insole on your guidis nike lunar long nice that's actually really smart <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm uh I'm currently getting a pair of uh Skechers shape ups made in kangaroo leather, so Okay. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I have the That's... horse leather coming. Cool. Okay. We Huge. can match. Yeah. We could take match. that fit pick yeah. where we we're standing with back like to back with the leg kicked up. Oh yeah, Brett Favre. Skechers. Is he Skechers? I know he's Wrangler. He might also be Skechers. I think he was Skechers. J- oh god. Wait, okay. You gotta recreate the fit pick. Have you ever seen it's of six like older Asian women and they're making like a, a star with their arms? Oh, that one's that legendary. No. <laughs> Ultimate squad. You've never picked. seen that it's one? It's like they're at different angles with their arms and it creates a star between the whole yeah. crew. It's really cool. That's crazy. Gotta do that. Okay. Um Paul won't rest though. until he can show you this picture. <laughs> My point is I have it here. I'm putting it in the Zoom chat. Um, my point is you should do it with, you have that photo of you and I think it's five other dudes all wearing like basically the same outfit, the, uh, Fernando, um, uniform. You got to do it again, but with this photo. Whoa. (laughs) It's the ultimate squad pose. Yeah. There's levels to that. That would go nuts. Trevor can be any height. So he can. That's true. Oh, exactly. Yeah. He can do the point. Yeah, legend has it if you do that in the Fernando fit, you summon Carol Christian Pole. He he appears. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, he's rare, but once he sees that, he just shows up out of nowhere, kind of like Trevor. <laughs> he's also two foot one. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about making moves in silence. Carol yeah. has not been seen, or maybe he has. Yeah. He's two one. There's no one maybe. noticed. <laughs> He's definitely way too pretentious. <laughs> did he? Uh, did he accept the follow requests on IG? No, he has oh. not accepted mine. But we have a couple like people. Everyone else is in here. We have a couple Damn. people on our Discord. It's just like four or five white squares, right? Yep. Yo, babe, new white squares just <laughs> dropped. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> got the post notifications on what color will he drop next probably white probably white probably, probably. yeah <laughs> chances it's are awesome though might switch it up 
little crazy color 13 <laughs> all right continuing on our question list a lot of celebrities dress poorly so you know they reach out to stylists people to get them looking right what celebrities mm-hmm. do you think you would like to style and make look cooler so someone that already already dresses good or like someone that's you know kickstarting either or um, someone i haven't talked to oh a funny one would have been little tekka oh god in the ccp pants and the jordan fours <laughs> yeah He's got black. I think he has white. like a, he has a yeah exactly. What do you want? CCP from o from o what? O five. I was three. Is that the lyric or the, the like caption? That. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, two thousand two, baby. Y two K baby. Um, Y two K aesthetic CCP uh, hashtag Depop hashtag. Yeah, uh, grunge. The Y two K trend is crazy. <laughs> it's when are you gonna oh, start Lancey. selling like? When are you gonna start? I'd be down to do Lancey. Britney Spears crop tops on uh, unsound rags. Soon, <laughs> unsound women. Keep the notifications on, folks. Oh, yeah. No, so, I was just said it'd be cool to style Lancey, Lancey, Lancey faux. I don't know. Oh, I'm not familiar. familiar? No. Oh, he's like a British rapper. Oh, cool. Okay. You can go when you go out to the UK soon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. hit him up. When that trip happens. He's going to fly me out, actually. Fire. He's got yeah. sort of a Cardi vibe. He's got the dyed hair, JPG shirt, black sh- like pants on. Oh, no. It's... it's, yeah. it's ah. Black no, leather gloves, no sequence. I got into him after Trevor, but okay. the story told to me from Lucas is that he is the reason Cardi started that whole wave. AK, he was doing it before Cardi. Gotcha. Ooh, Cardi's yeah. a biter? I don't know if that's certified, but that's what I've been hearing down. Well, Cardi's coming on the pod next the week, so we can ask yeah. him. Yeah, no, tell him, tell him to his face. Just okay. stay on Zoom with us and then call him a biter to his face. Yeah, okay. We'll record it, sell it. Yeah, that's good content. That'll be his next that'll be the intro it on is, his next yeah. album. <laughs> Interlude. I mean he's a vampire, so he is a biter. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was a salt joke. That you was, took it from that me. Was <laughs> oh, that was well top, done, well top done. notch. Thank you. Uh, talking about style and as somebody with a very distinct personal style, how can somebody develop their own style and like, you know, find things that they enjoy and that work with their own um, aesthetics? Uh, I think everyone has to go to that, through that cursed phase, you know, where you're just <laughs> buying anything, anything you think is cool, you're just buying it. And I think it's a good way to start. And at least when you're doing that, just try and focus on like the proportion of the clothes you wear yeah it's like oh supreme tees are long as shit and i look terrible in them 
I guess I shouldn't wear Supreme tees. You know, <laughs> then you find like another t-shirt brand and you're like, oh, these tees fit perfect. So then it's like, okay, you can start there, find more brands that have a similar cut. And then you just start to slowly get into different interests, even personal interests. And then you find brands over time that kind of speak to that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the most honest way to go about it. Ideally not on Instagram. That's interesting. I feel like we've had guests before who have said like, go on Instagram and look through. We've had guests who've said, stay away from Instagram though. Cause you just, yeah. like even without realizing it, you end up copying yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was Liam Yori. He was talking about designing his first pants collection and he was doing graphics and he looked and it was like one step away from ass pizza. And he had, he like subconsciously <laughs> used that graphic without even realizing it. But yeah, Instagram is uh, both a good and evil place, kind of depending on the, the algorithm that you get. Yeah. Most algorithms are terrible. <laughs> You guys get Instagram reels on yours? I do. Yes. I got some crazy ones. Like I got one that said how to style brown. <laughs> and then I get I keep seeing how to style baggy jeans. Wait, the the Travis Scott color, brown, the one that he owns? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. How to style it. Big Travis Scott homie. Yeah. <laughs> do you put X Travis Scott X vintage in all of your grail listings? <laughs> yeah. Anything brown is Travis Scott, yeah. I love like the custom X vintage X Travis Scott section on Grail. Oh no, wait. What it's about like people X painting Japanese the V-Lone V? Oh, um, Japanese brand is the best brand. Japanese, yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. Every, the That's a mainstay. Like, capital-esque jeans. Yeah. Like capital. Or on Deep Pop, they do not. And then they yes. list all the brands. Yeah. <laughs> Not Supreme Babe on Sound Rags. This, this, this. It's like, oh, okay. It's not that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. I really appreciate that. Yeah. You got to do that on Tinder. Not a <laughs> cheater. Toxic. Six foot four. <laughs> not making a six figure salary. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my Paper God. Fools listings. There we go. <laughs> oh god so i think your question's next dog nope yes okay. i asked him what oh. celebrities you'd like to style yeah and i asked him how people can develop their own styles did you i just did yeah oh that he is said, the stay off of instagram about. oh my gosh i got confused <laughs> you want to i thought i thought out? we were still in the celebrities like Mm-mm. the extension of that Mm-mm. my bad everyone i was too busy <laughs> thinking of jokes to crack Next question. A lot of fakes in the in the clothing market. We've seen them all over the place. Have you ever accidentally been sold a fake item? Have you ever accidentally sold a fake item yourself? Um, I have been sold a fake item. And I usually just leave them on the street. Or in one Damn. case, I just like ripped it up because it just, I don't know. It kind of gets annoying. Sure. How did it's you find out? more Dude. annoying. I just, I've had enough of the clothes, luckily. So yeah. I think I might have a like fake Kiko annoying. shirt coming right now. I'm not positive it's fake, but I got it off of Vestiaire, so they will be, like, legit checking mm-hmm. it, but I'm not convinced it's real. Yeah. 
that's the thing most of those websites don't actually like know what to look for like mm -hmm. it has to be like second second nature it unfortunately requires someone that's like dealt with ideally thousands of them where you can yeah. just tell it off feel and you can just like look at it like yeah. something you can't really describe and i don't think i've ever sold a fake but if i have i definitely refunded it so i just don't fuck with fakes i think sure. yeah especially with the whole like new wave of like aliexpress or alibaba companies like taking in requests for like like any piece really and it's like if they get enough orders they're gonna make one in the it. chambers mm -hmm. trevor trevor swears i won't be able to tell fake creech cargos from real creech cargos but i just know i can tell and he just doesn't believe me but... you'd be really surprised like i hate to say it like this some of them are no really yeah, that, that's, yeah yeah it's scary that's what trevor was saying but i'm sure if i had a real and a fake next to each oh, other yeah i could probably do it mm -hmm. just based off of the feel so yeah but on the street you know someone might get oh, mad yeah. if you no, run up someone and start wearing them rubbing the material <laughs> yeah it was a seinfeld bit actually but is it yeah but i don't think that excuse will save you from whoever you're running up <laughs> george to. costanza did it it's he fine <laughs> yeah yeah so we're winding down we've only got a few more questions um but what do you think about fashion changing during quarantine? It seems like a lot of people have developed their tastes, uh, found new brands. I think certain like really niche brands like, uh, what is it? 207-41120, I think it is. Oh, Pardon me if 20, I have those numbers. 2047 Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people have discovered that. A lot of people have found um, all sorts of stuff like WNLT, uh, I think it is. W and LT. Like. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff is popping up. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think about all these sort of like new, um, not new, but like new infatuation with older brands, things like that, people's taste changing during quarantine? Um, I think that's also a result of the, like just the marketplace in general. Mm -hmm. I think it comes from like most archive sellers kind of essentially, to put it bluntly, running out of shit to find. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you just have to start looking for like other like random collections and like offshoot labels and different brands like old armani and like old 2047 11 like and older walt i think walt's like low-key always been a thing especially to like archive heads but yeah. as far as like the other two i mentioned it's like eh like they don't have that like presence to me at least like there's good pieces, but it's not in compare in comparison to like, you know, what you would actually consider a grail. I don't think it yeah. has that, but that's not to say that it's not good that people are kind of like, you know, more open-minded to it. And I think it's honestly better. So there's, you know, just more diversity out there, even though as people keep on trying to be different, I mean, you know, we all see the explore page. Yeah, we do. It is There's a uh... lot of Trevor's. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's one of them. I'm kidding. He's going to hate that. Sorry, Trev. He's going to grow extra tall and beat you up. 
No. Yeah, we're gonna hear on like complex or no, like like fashion demics. Like Trevor f- f- beats up Fernando Rangel. Whoa! Yeah, is this yeah. drip or facts? Be- <laughs> drip <laughs> facts or drip yeah. fiction? Oh, yeah. On the next unsound rags, the concrete's gonna have blood and like a tooth on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, just hiding in the corner somewhere. You have to zoom in. <laughs> Or you know how like people put like quarters on neck tags to like take photos of them? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they always like flip flip up. It's gonna yeah. be a tooth. <laughs> two tooth. Yeah. Only That's why they call it two tooth. Carol pieces. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Keep it that. Yeah. yeah. Use the Carol teeth necklace. <laughs> Locally sourced. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, winding down, we've got three questions left. How do you dress mm-hmm. around an archive item? Do you make it the the star of the show? Do you kind of try to just have it be cohesive with the rest of the fit? Um, in your opinion, what's the best way to do it? Um, I think, like, if you don't want to have people looking at you, probably just keep it to one and, like, match that with, like, your favorite pants, favorite shoes. Just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. even if it's like a strappy jacket patchwork jacket i think it's like the best way to go about it whether it be like pants too you know usually the archive grails are a little bit louder so i think mm-hmm. it's nice to like tone it down but there's people that have the opposite way of thought to me that would mm-hmm. say just go all out wear the full collection or like mix it with like this designer that works perfectly with his clothing you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but if you're going to ask me, that's what I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we heard it from the man himself, folks. <laughs> don't need the, the head to toe archival grails. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe we're past that. It's fun. It's, it's, it's a good laugh. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they were going for. <laughs> not the flex at all. It's just a good laugh. Just a good laugh. That's uh, that's yeah. when I wake up in the morning. Actually, how I put my fits together. Yeah, yeah. You can't laugh at do yourself. Do the Boro jacket with the eighty fives with the nice with the triple S. Have you thought or about what's making a, what's like a better shoe? It's the best a shoe. A better shoe. Yeah. Have you thought about making like is. a? Can you make a troll Dunks. page where you're just like, these are unsound fits and just doing the most egregious, like ugly fits, like unironic, like, like pretending it's super serious. Like sharing them or no, no, no. Just like dressing, like making a page being like, these are like my best fits, whatever. And just making them. Yeah. Like as bad as possible. Oh, I think people would still fuck with them to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you reached that point. No, not even me. I think with anyone, like if you just posted anyone's like, quote unquote, bad fit, I think to someone out there, it's good. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, there's just so many people dealing it. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just yeah. your pose. I think just... people can really get away with anything. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of plays into like the whole like Y2 girl, like Y2K Depop girl. Like technically those like, you know, kind of sucks, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> but i think on some people it's just like it looks fine just just based on like how they come across in it 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah. How you carry yourself when you wear build it, your sure. confidence. You know, menswear style. You know, pant barely touches the shoe like Trevor. Perfect. I was mm-hmm. gonna say cuff jeans very heavily. Uh, Sperry mm-hmm. topsiders. Uh, you should fedoras. always be wearing a tie. Yeah, always, always. Yep, always. Teaching men's fashion. Full, yep. full Windsor. No half. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Monk straps, you know. Yeah. Yep. Bring back cravats. When are we going to see that? 2022. I'll be soon, yeah. <laughs> okay. Second to last question, Fernando. If you have one, um, what is your goal in the world of fashion? Um, I don't really have like this. Wow, that's gonna sound really wrong, but I don't really have like a main thing I'm trying to really achieve, and I think that's fine, especially you know being a little bit on the younger side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that young; I'm almost 25, but <laughs> I'm almost 24. To me, that's so still pretty young. Yeah. But I don't really have like a specific thing I'm really trying to achieve. Ideally, just some like, find a way to make this last forever. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I mean, that's a yeah. that's an excellent goal. I want to make the pod last a long time. Like as it's well. still as fun to come across all the clothes, even you know being thousands deep. It's still that's good to hear. Still exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, we uh, we hope it does last forever and ever and ever, and the pair of kings. <laughs> pop-up does not shut down the brand <laughs> paints it forever just downhill yeah. it's like oh my gosh you guys are messing with I this knew podcast it. we shouldn't have done it <laughs> final question we've reached the end of the uh the pair of kings interview experience i actually did not include this one when I messaged you the questions on Instagram, mm. because it is the uh, it's the cornerstone of the pair of Kings interview experience. However, it is a little out of the blue, a little bit of a strange question. Uh, we've asked this to every single guest so far. We've got some great answers. Be as creative as you'd like. If you had a year to eat a door, hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? And if so, how? If you had a year? Year yeah. to eat a door. What'd you say? Year to a eat year a door. To eat a door. Yeah. Mm. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, right? just you want to do it. mix it in with stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably put the the screws in like a sandwich. You know, just swallow it whole in some bread. Okay. Hope for the best. Um, the actual like plate of the hinge. Hmm. You probably have to saw that down and do the similar technique, put in some bread. Mm-hmm. And then the door, you could just probably shred it and then like put that in a smoothie. A lot of smoothies. Probably would That's take a classic a answer. Year. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. smoothie yeah. smoothies with sawdust is a, is an all time classic for the for the answer. Okay. But we love the confidence. I'm glad I'm glad you think you can eat a door in a year. It's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You it's the right answer. Do it now. Yeah. You have to do that at the pop up, eat a door. Okay, sounds good. That's uh, Patreon Whoever eats content. the door, like, just takes full reign of the podcast. Oh, damn. That's our, our, yeah. playing for our equity in the, the pod. Exit. <laughs> <laughs> exit strategy. The exit I'm plan. ready to be done. I'm going to let Saul eat the door. 
Yeah. Oh God. That's our shareholders meeting. Shareholders Whatever percentage meeting. of the door you eat, you get that amount of the pod. That's how much equity you have in the podcast. Yeah. yeah that's like a that. fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down. Sounds good. Well, yeah. Fernando, we love the confidence and thank you so much. Uh, this, this has been the, the main portion of this podcast. However, we're not done yet. We have the closing ceremonies, of course. Starting things off with Song of the Week. Um, this is an ongoing Spotify playlist we have. You can mosey on over to Spotify and search Pair of Kings Season 4. You'll find it. It includes our picks each and every week as well as our guests for your listening pleasure. So without further ado, Fernando, what is your Song of the Week? Let me pull up my iTunes. Oh, are you an Apple Music guy? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're dropping that on us now? <laughs> Come on. Um, let's do. Where is it? I don't know. I'll probably have to send you it. It's called Little Wolf. Okay. By. How do you say this, Frank? Little Wolf by. It's just letters. S H X C X C H C X S H. Uh, you're gonna have to send me it's that. I heavy, cannot find that. It's okay. It's a heavy song, but it slaps. If you're trying mm-hmm. to um, drive a little crazy at night, okay. I'll I hope I can find chat. that. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I just sent it. Yeah, it's in the uh, Silver League playlist. Big plug. Cool. Yeah. Listen to the Silver League playlist after you're done listening to Pair of Kings Season 4. And this episode, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Or simultaneously to If anyone is still listening. Yes. One in each earbud <laughs> to achieve yeah, enlightenment. Exactly. Yeah. Two sets of AirPods. Yeah. There we go. Solly Boy, Shorted what's your... attention span. Yes. What's your song of the week, my friend? Uh, my song is the song that should have won Best Dance Track from the grammys but it didn't katrin auto won um it is on my mind by diplo and side piece i'm just mad I think that at that this got point snubbed. it's cool to lose the grammys yeah i mean that's better. kind of a flex because the committee has been like spoken poorly about for garbage. so long yeah that i think the fact that we did not win podcast of the year at the <laughs> grammys is speaks a lot about yeah it's what we crazy do. yeah it, it's a snub every year it's a snub i've been it waiting is. Since I was 12 years old and I was aware of the of the the Grammys to be nominated for Best Pod, and we finally got nominated and they didn't pick yep. us. It's ridiculous. It's it terrible. is. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just upsetting. Listen, but that's my pick. On my mind by Diplo and Side Piece. Nice. Yeah. Love it. What about you, John? Um, I know this one's in the other pair of kings playlist but this is season four so uh, i'm gonna go hennessy and sailor moon by mm-hmm. young lean featuring blade uh, i think that is one of young Lean's finer songs uh, i i am in fact draining i wore my blade okay. merch this morning i have a pair of blade sweatpants that have no pockets <laughs> and the tag is visibly <laughs> cut off and then they stitch their own tag into it it's just perfectly <laughs> summarizes on the drain gang yeah very on yeah. brand and they were eighty dollars, so you know. Well, it's clearly classic, it's clearly yeah. like a high quality blank. Uh, yep. Yeah, they're yeah. about three pages of papers Ounces. thickness. Um, <laughs> really good for Arctic conditions. 
but yeah. yeah, that song slaps. I hated that song the first time I heard it, and now it's one of my favorites from both artists. It's Blade's still finest, dislike it. finest verse. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't think there. I don't know if we have any Drain Gang songs on the current season playlist. I think we do. I think you underestimate your your draining. My own suggestions. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. You have. Oh no, he's not Drain Gang. Was it just Lean? Yeah, you have. I think two or three Young Lean songs on there already. Uh, yeah, I saw the Young Lean documentary, so I was listening to a lot more Young yeah, Lean. Yeah, got it at the beginning of the year. But with that being said, we have now actually reached the end of the Pair of Kings podcast. Before we get out of here, Fernando, thank you so much for for taking the time to join us. We know you're a busy guy, so we really appreciate it. Um, and take as much no, time I as you like. Being on, now it's time to go downhill. Like I said. <laughs> Everything's uh, just gonna fall apart. Well, you know, we'll uh, you know we'll take your resume, mm-hmm. potentially talk about bringing you on as the third co-host. It'll be a blast. Sweet, sounds good. Um, I'll start social climbing. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Take as much time as you'd like. Let the people know where they can find you, where they can find your brands on social media, wherever it may be. Give sure. any shout-outs you'd want to give. All that good stuff. Shout out to Trevor. Jacob and the whole set, the unsound set. You can find us at Unsound Rags on Instagram and the website. Um, Silver League is underscore E on Instagram, and the website has a hyphen in it. Unfortunately, I thought that looked cooler back in the day. And then my personal is just my name on Instagram, Fernando Rangel. And the jeans are dropping Saturday at 10 a.m. For an amount of money. And the more slept on one, read our descriptions, please. Yes. Mm. Learn how to read. Saul and I are going to try our best yes. to. Yeah, I'll put the time in there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And best of luck with uh, all your ventures moving forward. We'll yeah. see you. We'll see you in town soon. Yes, hopefully soon. Soon, TM. Once, once I get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Once I get sauced up, okay. Saul's already got the sauce. He's got the microchip. So. Yep. Once, I'm once on, I get my, on that uh, level. my 35th okay. Microsoft Surface. I just bought. I don't know yeah. what's wrong. I just Sick. keep buying them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old so. Stimmy went to buying Microsoft Surfaces. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. But thank you again to Fernando. You can find him. Either at Fernando Rangel, you can find him at Unsound Rags or at Silver League. Go check them all out. Read the descriptions, please. They put time into them. Do mm-hmm. do your due diligence. Check it out. If you're interested in mm-hmm. clothing, documenting clothing, they're the they're the plug. So go. Uh, I don't know. Go show them some appreciation, some love. Hit the hit the double tap, whatever it may be. Um, and thank you to everybody, new or old, who has joined us today. We really appreciate you tuning in. Join the Discord. Message us. Whatever it is, we love to hear from you. Um, as always, I am Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined each and every week, twice a week for the foreseeable future by my lovely co-host. I'm John Hogeboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogeboom. Together, we are the Pair of Kings podcast where you can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings pod. You can find us on Twitter at Pair of Kings pod. You can email us at Pair of Kings pod dot or at gmail.com. Pardon me. You can find us on TikTok at Pair of Kings pod, whatever it is, message us, hit us up. We love chatting. We love talking. Even it's, you know, if it's about nothing. Um, Yeah. But 
This has been the Pair of Kings podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. And, oh, I fucked it up. Where we are giving you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Have a great Thursday, everybody. And as always, wear what you like and like what you wear. Bye, bye, everybody. Love you.